It's your jam. That is my jam. This is, I was trying to figure out before we actually did go live what episode this is because I brain farted. So that's the top uh, left corner. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Episode 39. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) So uh, tonight we've got. We've got a local girl that went up north, uh, well, kind of local. She was here, uh, went to graduate of Western Michigan University's uh, Sustainable Brewing Program, and now she's up north brewing at Five Shores Brewing. So we're going to be joined by Ellie Madeline. I hope I didn't fuck her name up. Um, And uh, we're going to drink some cool Five Shores beer, and we're going to talk about uh, Five Shores. I got to go up there a month ago. It's a really sweet place. So in the summertime coming up, uh, you should go up north and check it out. We need to go up there and check it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already, uh, I already got into some of the beers. So, which one? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the one I told you to open. Single yeah. side. Let's bring Ellie in and talk to her about it. Why? Let's just drink. <laughs> All right, I'm just fucking with it. Ellie. Hi. This is Hi. Uh, not our best opening, but whatever. I'm missing Jordan. <laughs> it's throwing off the whole scheme. So blame that uh jordan's not with us again tonight uh i think he's feeling under the weather so everybody send positive thoughts his way vibe there you go but anyway we've got ellie from five shore and we're drinking some kick-ass five short beer uh that we just opened which uh, i believe you said was hers right yes right it's mine yeah so So we're drinking single single sun Sun. yeah tell us about that uh, it's a it's an IPA. Um, definitely got a little bit of haze to it. Um, been calling it an American, but eh, yeah. <laughs> um, I went for just like a really pretty yellow color, which is the, where the sunshine came from in the name. Um, oh, gorgeous, yeah. Isn't she? <laughs> uh, and that lacing. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Um, so it hops. <laughs> Or is it a super secret recipe? Um, not, yeah. too, not too secret. Um, mostly like a pale malt as a base. Um, the hops, let me try to remember. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> You've moved on to bigger and more awesome recipes. Yeah, I've been doing so much. Um, there was, oh gosh, I'm blanking. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's spot. Mm-hmm. So. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's very citrusy and delicious. It's it's, it's yeah, it's just pretty sunshine. easy. <laughs> yeah, it's just sunshine. Pretty easy drinking for a seven percent, uh, almost seven percent beer. Yeah. Uh, and you were no. telling us uh, off air that this was your first like super like big batch on the like there. Yeah, on on our we got ten barrel system, so it was my okay. first uh, like ten barrel batch. Um, opposed to we have a just like a little bruzilla that we do our small batches on. Oh, that's cool. A little fun gallon, which is so much fun. <laughs> right on. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking, I actually have the can, um, our pastry stout, um, which is part of our, our in, it's a collaboration series we're doing that's uh, with black businesses. Um, and part of the proceeds go to support black businesses. So thought it was a good beer to have. That's a super so what cool. Are you going to do anything with like black calder, like by chance or anything? Or 
Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not 100% on the details of that yet, but we're hoping. Cool. Very cool. We are also hoping to have Black Holder on the show. <laughs> no, so yeah. If you uh, do get to do a collaboration with him, maybe say, hey, have you guys heard of Christian <laughs> Brewers? Yeah. If we can pass on their, your guys' info, if I want to be with you. Yeah. Really hoping. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been um, brewing for Five Shore? For Five Shores, um, I was in right when we opened, which was a year ago, uh, January. Um, I was one of the first hires there, um, hired as an assistant brewer. Definitely uh, during the shutdown, um, there was a couple, a little bit of time where I wasn't working, um, but then I came back uh, mostly front of house, just helping us get back on our feet. And then um, back in the brewery, um, just like mid summer, I was back brewing. <laughs> so that's about as long as I've been with Five Shores. Um, but I, I graduated uh, that semester before, so lined up perfect. <laughs> right out of school in the Five Shore. I did, yeah. I had like I was like had the job lined up my last semester, so that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> How'd you uh, get involved with Five Shores in, in the first place? Uh, so my family has been in this area for a while, okay. and I heard a new brewery was opening, and I was like, "I'm gonna need a job." <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely was just at every single like soft opening or like me like memberships sales like so i was just like hey here's my resume <laughs> mm -hmm. i don't know if you're looking for an assistant brewer but i'd like to i'd like to do that because <laughs> because awesome. i'd have a place to live up here too so it, was, it just worked out <laughs> right on yeah. so before five shore um what kind of experience did you get while you're in school uh so i actually um my first brewing like actual brewing job was at pawpaw brewing i was a uh, assistant interning kind of position um brewed a lot of beer which was really fun um learned a lot from dan king he was okay. an awesome like head brewer type figure um and then i also worked at the college so i interned there like for the program uh had my internship through the college as like a lab a brewing lab tech type job built there like some other lab up because of my experience with Western and lab work. And then I stayed on for just like a little bit um, as just like a like a lab person, but I also helped um, just like a little bit with some of the classwork. Um, I was helping as like extra set of eyes in the brewery on our brew days, um, making sure that valves were thrown in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a what lot kind of, of a what kind of like setup does the college have, or like how do they how does how do they run that stuff? What do you do with all the beer afterwards? Uh, like so I have no idea about this program, so I'm going to be shooting off questions like left. So and right. I was there. Uh, we yet we didn't have um, like a license to sell beer. Okay. Uh, it's a one hectoliter system. There's it's so cute. It's just like it's just like German system that's just been scaled down. Everything sticks. It's really awesome because uh, even the piping has been like scaled down. It's like ingredients didn't shrink, just everything else needed to shrink. Okay. Um, but right now they do have a license to sell. And on Tuesdays, uh, you can actually find 
um, on their like face, the brewing Facebook page, uh, a link and you can do pickups for the student beer. Now they're doing like growlers and cans, um, of student beer, which is really, really awesome. Uh, it's, I can't wait to get back down to Kalamazoo so I can get some beer and I need to get a growler cause they're really cool. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Do you know what the, what that Facebook page is called or what their, um, I think it's like, is? Like Kalamazoo Valley or KBCC um, Brewing, um, I probably could find it and send it to you guys too. Just like um, sustainable brewing program or something. Yeah, yeah. And there should I, be like um, to their to their to go. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm excited to see what the kids are doing. Kids yeah, absolutely. Are <laughs> yeah, we're gonna post on it. Uh, taps on Tuesday. That's what it's mm -hmm. called. Oh, that sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's at the Culinary Building um, downtown. So just their whole culinary program. It's really cool. I'm excited for them. Yeah, at That's one point, awesome. weren't they doing beer out of uh, it was like a coffee house or something or a small like I don't know. I feel like it was a smaller shop somewhere. Not sure. Corner, um, I don't know much about the beginning of their like beer sales. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. it happened, and then like everything shut down, and they couldn't. They couldn't do anything because students couldn't be in the building, so they weren't making anything. Why? Uh, from, from what I've heard, um, but it was just oh, great time to get your license <laughs> and not have to dump beer. Because when I was there, uh, we would have our tasting like end projects, and that would be it. And then everything else got dumped. So, did you have like a? Would you like brew a beer for like a final exam sort of thing, like in one of your classes or something, or? So we had a, there's the program has just like the basic, the building block classes and they all have labs and hands-on experiences mm -hmm. uh, in the brewery. And then the one of the final classes is a practicum class. And you, you're, it's like, um, like very long, like brew days, they're long and uh, they're, um, where you get really hands-on with the brewing process. You brew, you just brew beer pretty much, talk about recipe and like it all comes together. And then your final project is just like talking about a beer um, and like pairing it with something. Cause that's one of the classes is like beer pairing. Oh, cool. Really cool. It was definitely a fun, fun end. <laughs> Do they get into any of the like different style guidelines? I know BJCP and, and, um, and the other one, they're kind of unofficial. If you're, there's another one, but I can't remember what it's called right now. But it, it, from a, a, a curriculum standpoint, do you guys go into any standards or styles? Yeah, so a lot of the program fo focuses on just like traditional styles um, and really trying to like inspire like the like brewing process in like traditional ways, but also like you need to learn the traditional styles to also be able to explore new ideas. Cause yeah, there's just, yeah, you do. I definitely learned a lot about like German beer, um, Belgians, like in making them like some techniques with it and why you do certain things. Uh, decoctions were very fun and I definitely uh, have performed a double decoction. <laughs> uh, I love doing that. <laughs> Um, did you do that on like uh, on that big system that they had there? Yeah, like, that was for one was of it set up to do something like that, or like how that. Um, worked? We figured it out. <laughs> we just okay. made it happen somehow. Uh, I was just say, Brian, didn't we fuck that up in my garage one time? 
<laughs> I think that was that was that was you trying to brew a Saudi or something like that, right? Or was that something? Yeah, different? that was. But we were trying to thought we were trying to do like a decoction mash, and it was it was a mess. <laughs> It, it just is a mess usually. To do <laughs> so for those that might be watching and, and not familiar with like the brewing process, what, what is like a singular, like a double decoction? So you take a portion of the mash water out as it's been sitting in the mash and you bring it up to boil usually. Um, and that you've usually calculated what it, it takes to raise that mash temp then with this boiled portion of the mash (laughs) and it just adds like some like mylard reactions too and just crazy some crazy flavors and it's really fun (laughs) it's fun but a lot of work (laughs) hence the the, uh, the long brew days apparently yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's going for that that caramelization Mm -hmm. multi uh style beers um definitely yeah that yeah are just a pain in the ass yeah, and it's usually like German beers, and it's like this is a traditional, like traditionally done with a decoction. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I can do other things too. What <laughs> maybe. Are, maybe what kind of beers do you guys do up at Five Shores? Is, is there like a kind of a specialty that you guys are doing right now, or, or um, what's so, like your kind of style? Like, what do you like to do? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> our head brewer came from Wolverine Brewing in Ann Arbor. Oh, okay, awesome. So he, De- right. Oliver Roberts, he um, definitely is very amazing with loggers. So we definitely have some solid logger styles that we explore. Definitely some very traditional German loggers too. Um, one of our two of our best selling loggers. We have an American logger and then a amber logger that just sell like crazy um, local legend and Benzie original. They're, they're really awesome. I think we have cans of those, right? I was just going to say, my my camera's going to screw it up, but yeah, (laughs) local legend, Benzie original. Mm -hmm. And that really answers a lot. Like I thought your, your loggers were pretty killer when I was there. And I think I've tried both of these, but then I didn't paint from Wolverine, which is very, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I absolutely remember having great loggers from Wolverine. So learning from him loggers has been like this, like experience because he just, he knows it so well. And just, just little pieces of a, like a logger and you're like, Oh my God, I would have never thought of it that way. Um, hmm. Just like recently I've been working on one too. And he was like, I probably would have done that different. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I didn't do that before I did it this way. <laughs> but I'm excited to be working with him with loggers. Um, another thing, we, we do so many different styles. We try to not lock ourselves down to just, like a certain country or like style um yeah lagers we we do a lot of sours because there's a so there's one of my favorites to brew just because they're just a lot of fun um we do a lot of kettle souring um which we might have something in the works coming up with a kettle sour (laughs) um i'm excited um to release that one uh, I think in our, in our we have flowed on here, we? that one we just sold out at the oh, back room, but right. it's, it's a yeah lactose cuddle sour that um, I definitely made. Awesome. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, IPAs we definitely do a lot of New England style sure. IPAs. Try to do some West Coast inspired, American, just like hit them all. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, 
since Jordan said hi, and that reminds me, uh, and Jordan can't let me say can't be with us. Hope you feel better. Uh, we miss you. Um, but in in honor of Jordan, now uh, you were doing like this whole series. Uh, speaking of like working with the Black Brewers, um, mm-hmm. it was all around like Southern themed beers, right? They were pumpkin, uh, sweet potato type stuff, wasn't it? Um, I don't. We haven't done anything other than our sweet potato stout. Um, was it just? Oh yeah, the sweet potato. I thought there was a pumpkin. No pumpkin. I was reaching for pumpkin because Jordan. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> sweet potato. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> It's just like a lot. What was on the can of that pastry stout? Um, They're just like little, we did throw full um, sweet potato pies into the mat. That's what I was wondering. Okay. That's that's probably where I grabbed for the pumpkin because it looked like pumpkin. And I was like, I knew it was something like that. It's so cute too. All our labels are just adorable. Um, We have like the coolest artists too. So it's been fun. Oh, um, cool. But yeah, we, we threw some full sweet potato pies into the boil on that one, and that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> How fun do you uh, do you get to clean that up? Is that uh, one of your oh, beautiful so responsibilities? Fun to clean it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> like we were just having a great time, and then uh, me spraying out my boil kettle later was like, mm, that's uh, that's not going down. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what do you have to do to like? deal with something like that even like on, on that sort of scale i definitely things, right? it, it's not terribly large um i definitely grabbed um my i have just like a little like rake to get all of my my grain out of my mash tun. Mm-hmm. i definitely used um the handle to just like move it a little <laughs> bit <laughs> get it down there yeah send water uh, back up <laughs> what are you brewing on is it a seven barrel so it's a it's an oversized we have a oversized boil kettle so we can do 10 barrel batches but actually we could probably do more but our um mash ton is just kind of it's a little bit undersized for what we could produce but all our tanks are 10 barrels so 10 barrel, 10 barrel system yeah cool it's so cute I, <laughs> yeah so our, our system actually was originally um storm clouds and we bought it from them and it was, yeah, so Chris from Stormcloud definitely has his memories from there, too. <laughs> that system, it's so fun, though. It's so manual. Everything is just so hands-on. <laughs> um, fun. Yeah, that was the day that I, I, the day that I got to come by, I, I just left Stormcloud from drinking a whole bunch of beer. My wife drove me over to Five Shores. So <laughs> I, Ellie was cool enough to give me a tour, and I saw all of this, but I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. Obviously, I saw pumpkin pies. And <laughs> that up, <sighs> whatever. It's a cool little brewery. Um, it's so fun. It's, it's in like a, what was the the building? A auto. So yeah, the building used shop? to be Oldsmobile dealership, nice. which hmm. is so cool. They when they did the build out for the brewery, they had to like remove the wells because it was also a service station. So they had to remove like the car wells from the building. It was pretty cool um so they did that and just changed the whole thing there's like a creepy little apartment upstairs that like there's no like electricity it's just like like a toilet is randomly up there (laughs) it's so bizarre but it's so it's so cool (laughs) but i mean your cellar is really cool and you know it's like all of the 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 brew house plums down in the basement right or 
or the lower. Yeah, level. so yeah, our little cellars is downstairs um, on the like opposite side of the building from the brewery, and all the beer just gets sent sent through some lines that we put through <laughs> through the basement. Um, wow. It's yeah, it's so fun. It, ah, yeah, we have like eight serving tanks down there in that cellar, and um, yeah, we can have like eight beers on at a time um, or 10, 10 beers. I think 10 taps. I can't remember. <laughs> it's okay. We can't either. Yeah. Fine. Since it used to be a car dealership, is there like a lot of glass around like the, the building then too, like a lot of windows and stuff like that? There or? is. Yeah. The natural light in there is like incredible. Um, we have every customer that comes in there pretty much is like, Oh my gosh, the lights in me, it's so bright and cheery. <laughs> yeah. All those windows, man. <laughs> we definitely have like all the old doors hanging and like used as like some of our like sliding doors for closets. It's really cool. Wow. My jewelry has one too. I love it. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are, are, are technically in Beulah. It's mm -hmm. part of Binzi County though. Vincent County's got a lot going on. So if you're if you're down here, you know, where I think most of us are in Southwest Michigan, you gotta go up there and check it out. Um, you got Five Shores on Crystal Lake. You got Storm Cloud right on Lake Michigan. Yes. Rose. Uh, I'm gonna screw up. What's your, what's your distillery up there? Ironfish. Ironfish, yeah. So yeah, Ironfish They're awesome there. too. Uh, we're using their barrels for one of our um, barrel aged stouts that we've, I think already sold. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, nice. It's tasting great for anyone that's uh, bought it and <laughs> emailing us about where it's at. Uh, it just needs more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So you've, you've pre-sold this shit before you've even bottled it or, or canned it. Awesome. Yeah. It was definitely like a COVID, like, we're going to start mm. selling this. And yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and not to interrupt you, Jason, because you know, no. it's, you know it's, what you it's, do. it's the other thing that we do on the show, aside from getting off topic, but <laughs> Brian interrupting people. But uh, I just finished my single son. Uh, what's my yeah. tasting order? Where, where are you going next? So we've got, oh. I think, I think I've got, we've got local legend, Benzie original, and float on are the, the four pack that we should have. So what should, where should we go now? I mean, you've already had an IPA, so local one. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so I, I, don't, I don't think it matters at this point because you've already had an IPA, and local legend is definitely light. Um, Benzie yeah, original is really good, though. It's nice and malty. You got a nice like toffee caramel to it, a clean yeast finish. It's it's pretty tasty. So let's, let's do that before we uh, crush a, a calcium. Benzie, Benzie, <laughs> definitely. Benzie. So <clears throat> you guys are obviously canning some stuff. Was mm -hmm. that a plan uh, before COVID started or was that because of COVID or? So yeah, all our canning, um, we had planned to do cans. So okay. we had, we have um, one of those little Octobers just for the tap room for any of our like in-house sales, just on the regular. Um, all the cans you probably have are, just our like basic labels that we use in house. Um, and then all our can releases have special labels. So um, like this one has the art done for it. Um, so, and COVID didn't really, it definitely like accelerated the plans to have a lot of cans because sure. a lot of the to go, I mean, had to be done in cans. So 
uh, went through a lot of cans, uh, even though there's a can shortage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you made it work. Yeah. Do you, um, do you guys filter at all? No. So uh, most of our we just use findings for most of it, and a lot of cold temps. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Cold temps and findings are how we get clarity. And sometimes I like look at glasses in the tap room, and I'm like. I should have waited a little bit on that one. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we only use like yeah just findings and we do have a filter, but we um it's so big that we just <laughs> we don't even want to go get it from storage. <laughs> yeah, we have time for that. <laughs> yeah, I'll just use findings and it'll be fine. <laughs> no, this is oh. super clean, but multi goodness, like oh. Yeah. Man. It's yeah, one, so definitely one of my like favorites, and I plan to keep it on tap whenever I can. <laughs> um, I definitely have something that might replace it for this next batch, but um, like in the works. But um, it will come back the moment I don't have <laughs> something that's like a lager and malty and delicious. And is this sort of like a? Is this is this like a Vienna lager? like or, or is it just I like remember. um okay. so i had been talking i talked to my the head brewer um oliver um and his his inspiration for it was kind of like a yingling kind of vibe okay. Okay. um and like his own style so that's kind of where it came from and which i it's ah oh, just so good <laughs> it, it really is yeah it's like a yeah, it's, it's it's the summer lager that like I wanna I wanna drink like a mm -hmm. ton of definitely. Yeah, oh, it's really like malty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's malty, but it's not it's not like you know you get a lot of uh, other malty or, or, or German malty beers. You know, kind of have that malt sweetness uh, mm -hmm. or or even almost like an under attenuation. This is this is really dry. Yeah, um, but still malty. It's, Super good. So, yeah. What are you guys? How? What's your What's your timeline for like lagering? How long are you guys uh, taking to brew these beers? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I haven't really been paying attention to it, but <laughs> um, I mean, you there's need, a test. You're yeah, still right out of college. There's a test here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, about, yeah. so the fermentation, you know, it's like about like ten days, depending on um, some of them. We do. We do ferment some of our lagers a little bit higher than normal, so which is kind of cool. Um, but others, I mean, are colder. So like ten days about for fermentation. Um, lagering will be a couple, a good couple weeks, um, depending on clarity. So we kind of go on like, has it matured? Is it clear enough? Um, where is it at? Um, yeah, mostly clarity is where we kind of wait because uh, we are just using findings and um that's usually enough time to like the cold has been there long enough yeast mm -hmm. has fallen out um you know, just to get some idea <laughs> have you uh brian have you ever done a tradition like an actual lager lager i forget oh yeah most of mine are i think um see actually no aren't you very, fancy well, well so here's the thing no yes and no um Yes, in that I ferment most of my lagers at like lower temps, you know, like mid to low fifties. No, in that I drink them 
uh, as soon as they're clear and ready. So I don't actually like logger them for, you know, like eight months or something like that, like, or eight weeks or whatever. Like, I don't know if they taste delicious to me, uh, fresh and whatever. So as long as it's, I don't know, as long as you did a good job brewing it, I, I say drink it. Yeah. If it tastes ready, you drink it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And you know, it's going to, it's not, it's not going to taste necessarily better or worse after some time. I think it's just going to taste different. Um, and different doesn't necessarily dictate yeah. better. It's just different. So yeah. And no, I, I usually drink mine right away. I was going to last year make a, uh, uh, a Mertzen and, and, and lager it until, you know, September or whatever, but I drank the entire keg right away and I got too lazy to rebrew it. So. <laughs> nope. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> this is great in summer. It, so. did. it was great. <laughs> great. So Ellie, are you, um, <clears throat> we talked a little bit about this earlier, like before Going to, to Valley and deciding, or Valley Western, to decide to do the sustainable brewing program. Were you doing any homebrew at all? Have you ever done homebrew? Hmm. So I did. Um, I got into brewing when I was like 16. Uh, I just really loved that, like just how people reacted to it really was like my first kickoff to like beer. And I knew from like 16 that I wanted to be a brewer. Um, but I actually didn't start brewing until I was like 17. So um, I just kind of did like little kits and stuff. There was a local brewery um, work, what is it? Workforce, um, where I was from. I'm from Naperville. Um, it was in Plainfield, Illinois. And they had just like their little brew kits and they also had a little homebrew shops. So I did some of those just to kind of kickstart, just like getting to know it. Like I knew I was going to go to school for it. So like, Probably should know like just a little bit about beer if I'm kind of starting out in it. Um, so so there's a way for a 17 year old just to make some beer. I mean, <laughs> I, tried. I was like, "Hey, Dad, like, I'm gonna go to school for this. Like, let's make some beer." And he's like, "Let's do it." So like for awesome. Father's Day, I was like, "Yeah, I got you a homebrew system. <laughs> let's do this." <laughs> so, That's yeah, awesome. I, it was so much fun, and it was definitely fun because I got a spend that time with my dad and like get him excited. And I was like, also I want to make beer. <laughs> so <laughs> like, let's do it at together. The, <laughs> at the time, like around 2017, besides like Siebel, like what kind of brewing programs were there? Was that when KBCC was starting to introduce theirs in slash Western or? Um, when did I start? Yeah. So I started, I was one of the first rounds through the program, but okay. um, there was definitely like a cup, like maybe three, two or three graduating classes before me. Oh, um, okay. So like it had started a little bit before I did. Um, and I started at Western in 2016, I think. Um, I'm pretty young. So, <laughs> but um, oh, baby, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. um, you're old enough to drink that beer you're drinking so it doesn't matter yeah, and I, i've been making it since long before since <laughs> i was able to so um but yeah their their program had started um when my sister went to western um and she was like three years before me um so so is that how you like that's how you heard about it was your sister so yeah my sister had been in hmm. at western and I had just gone on a trip to Oregon when I was 16 
and I saw Rogue and my dad's friend, my dad and I went and uh, my dad's friend just was big into craft and just the way he talked about it was really awesome. And then I saw Rogue and I was like, whoa, like that's, that's so cool. <laughs> like that is, this is it. How do I do this? And um, then that I went back to school for the fall and Western had just announced. So it was like my junior year of high school, they had just announced the program and I was like, cool. So like, I don't it's need to apply to anywhere else. Like <laughs> yeah. Western's going like, to take me in. Like it's fine. <laughs> um, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, most of us homebrewers got into homebrewing because it's like, uh, well, the lie out there, the big lie, I think, is, is that you can homebrew cheaper uh, and make oh. make beer cheaper. You know that, right? We all know that now. Oh gosh! I, I think that's the joke like, for everybody. Like, you're chasing that per bottle price. Yeah. <laughs> like I do this professionally now. I can get paid to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I don't need to make it at home. <laughs> No, that's awesome though. That that like you know this was as a sixteen year old who probably didn't have a lot to of you might have a lot of familiarity with beer at the time. I did it just to be like I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, no, my dad, my dad, like when I was in middle school, would do that thing where parents like to like taste this. Like you're gonna hate it, and you're not gonna want to taste mm -hmm. alcohol ever again. Um, he did it, and it was a Guinness. My first time, he did it to me, and I was like. Okay, but like, what is that? And can I have more? <laughs> it, it wasn't like anything surprising, but <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely kickstarted at a young age and then just grew. And I, I just, the first time I knew that I wanted to do it was 16. So, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So you're like, I, I said this before the show, you're like the first one that I think has been on our, our show. We're, we're only, 10, 11 months old. But, you know, most of the time we have these brewers on that, that started like us, you know, like Trevor, that was, a, a, you know, in college and brewing to make cheap beer. And, uh, you know, but all of our friends the same way. Yeah, cheap beer. Cheap um, beer. Or, or, or just brewing beer for friends, um, you know, that have decided, oh, I want to start a brewery. But, but you or you're like, no, I want to be a brewer when I grow up. You're, you're on the... Mm -hmm on this completely other track from like everybody we know. And yeah. I know Drew's watching, you know, Drew, Drew is, is going through starting a brewery now, you know, and, and he's, you know, and is older to grow into being a brewery, but to start. Yeah. That's just the coolest thing. Like I'm just, I'm going to be a brewer. Yeah. It's kind of overwhelming, but uh, everyone has been like, just like in beer for so long. And I'm like, just like trying to like, <laughs> it. And I'm like, but I am also like, trying to take over a lot of like brewing operations where I am and like getting trained in some of these like weird like things that like you wouldn't think about. So it's weird to be like experiencing it for the first time, but also like totally like submerged in it. So the, the, but that's a good point. The program that you go through kind of, it doesn't just teach you how to make a lager, right? Like you go through this whole Tell us about it. Tell us about the program. <laughs> uh, so which side? So I did both Valley's because it's part of Western's program. Um, but Valley has an associate's program and also a certificate program. Um, and then Western has a 
two they have two tracks now so last time i i checked <laughs> they have two different tracks they have like more of like a business operations side that takes you like more through business and then they have a scientific lab brewing side where it's um definitely like organic chemistry and biology and all these like heavy science courses which i definitely took <laughs> um definitely did that side of it um, but that was the only option when I went through it, and that's what I was going to go through anyway. Um, but so at Valley, uh, if you go through the associates program, that is mostly just um, you start out with like brewing safety, uh, history, um, then you get into like materials uh, and mashing, and you get into the recipe development. You just kind of get introduced to all the different pieces. Uh, you build on it in each class uh, until you get up to like, you'll get up to like quality control and you learn how to write SOPs for your brewery and understanding nice. just like, yeah, that's like the little pieces that you don't think about, but like you might have to write an SOP someday so that when a staff member comes in, you don't have to be there every time they run a CIT <laughs> cycle. They're not, you don't have to hold their hand through a transfer. It's, it's just there and you can just be like, I taught you at once. Here's a sheet of paper with pictures, like go for it. <laughs> uh, and then, then yeah, you get into the practicum, you learn how to brew beer and in like the recipe classes, you've probably gone through different styles. You've learned about yeast. Um, there's definitely like a microbiology side of it too. Um, in the associates program and certificate program. Um, associates, you just need like gen eds. Um, and I know that you can back transfer from Western if you have all the credits. So if you're going through Western, you can back transfer and get an associates to kind of make it sparkly. Um, <laughs> and then get your um, bachelor's on the Western end, which takes you just through just a generic like food science type understanding. Um, it, yeah, all the general chemistry classes, physics, biology, um, Gen Eds, uh, what else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but <laughs> I know that's a lot of that, that's that's like a lot of stuff. I, and uh, and I'm not 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 focusing on anybody, but I just think a lot of brewers or people that get into it because they enjoy home brewing, they they want to open a brewery, and they got to figure out, you know, restaurant, you know, yeah. business. In reality, and, it's maybe twenty percent yeah. beer. Right. You know, like I, I remember uh, talking to a gentleman that used to be in brewing and he was like, I got bummed with brewing because it was all sales, you know, and mm -hmm. um, he's like, I don't want to be a salesman. So, oh. um, you know, but yeah, like you know, to, to, to go so far beyond, it's not just making, making good beer. So those brewers out there that are doing it or those home brewers that do it, you're my heroes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's a good program, definitely, to go through, um, especially now that they're changing the courses um, and sending students on another side of, like, like brewing, like, from a business perspective, um, is, like, another, I, I don't know much about it. I just have heard, like, in meetings with the advisory board that Western is taking it in two different directions. And I've also heard that their new student center is going to have a pub in it. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard that too. So I'm excited for that. And they're also hoping maybe a small brewery in there as well. <laughs> so for sure. So, uh, 
also uh, operate a brewery. I was going to point out the, and I don't know, I don't know the reality. So this, this, this isn't, you know, if you're coming to Michigan Brewers to get your news, you're, you're in the wrong fucking place. <laughs> yeah. But the tap, the, the, the taps on Tuesday that Valley does that, that they're offering right now um, actually ends the end of this month. The last Tuesday of the month is the last month or last Tuesday that they're advertising. And I've heard from another source that that is because soon after or somewhere after that, they're going to just be opening their pub. And so they won't have to awesome. specify a Tuesday event anymore. I don't know if that's true. Um, <laughs> like I said, if you believe that, then. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, I'd go to that pub. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll drive down there. No, we, uh, we went through. <laughs> This was before COVID, though. I, I think we 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 had started to talk to them. I think in the in the keepers space, or I talked to somebody. Oh, you know what? It was it was a AHA uh, AHA get together. Valley, uh, somebody from the the college was at the AHA get together the year before COVID, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to open this mm -hmm. pub, and we're going to have because um, it ties in with the restaurant, right? They have restaurant services yeah. and their culinary program." Yeah. And so they were gonna they were gonna do the food and the students were gonna do the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. Uh, um, so yeah, no, I, I think that's where it was. But anyway, and then I've, I've heard other rumors to the the mill that that they're they're coming. <laughs> you got a ticker now. I uh, beer news too. <laughs> beer no, news. so. So, Ellie, if you don't, you know, you probably don't watch the show. One of my favorite pastimes is actually making fun of Brian and these banners. And most of the banners <laughs> that we have are are stupid things about Brian. But I did not know that we could do ticker tapes. So, I don't either. It must be a new thing. <laughs> uh, you just taught me a whole new, whole new level of trolling on live. A whole new level of trolling. trolling. <laughs> Let me see. How do I hold on? Let me edit this thing. You, uh, so, I don't Brian, know, I, I think you have to make a new banner. Uh, no, you don't. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> you know, so, so Brian, oh, no. what do you think about the carbonation level of this beer? <laughs> it's it's appropriate, and I love it. <laughs> Yay! Oh my! I do, God. I do. I, I am a carbonation whore, and like, I find a lot of commercial yeah. beers undercarb for my personal liking. But okay. I think everything I've had uh, so far tonight has been awesome. Thank you. We actually carved um, a little bit lower. Then most people do because of our, our tap lines, they foam out like crazy. Okay. So my, my range is a little bit, little, a little smidge lower than most, but I try to think about what style I'm doing and hit it right. <laughs> well, I come up with more ways to screw with Brian. Uh, Brandon Edwards, who's a longtime watcher of the show, one of our fellow keepers here, asks, what is your favorite or least favorite styles of beer? So as a, as a new brewer... Um, I personally love New England styles, um, but that's because um, one of my like first experiences in beer was in Vermont, um, like because my dad he lived there for a little bit. Oh, so just getting, I got we went out there and I was able to go to some Vermont breweries and just like a New England style just felt like the perfect like starter beer. It's an IPA, but it's not bitter. It's soft. Yeah. 
it's super hop forward and usually fruity. Like it just like felt like the perfect like beginner beer. Um, and they're just really, they're just good if it's done, if it's done right. Um, which uh, takes me to the least favorite style, which I don't have. Um, if it's done right, it's done right. And it doesn't matter what beer it is. Like <laughs> it could be great or it could be really shitty. And uh, <laughs> more of like her beer, um, really, because I don't have. Have you, had, have you ever had a style that, you're, that, that you brew that was just like, I don't know, you didn't have fun with or you just don't like brewing it? Um, I think I like something about every brew day. Um, I also hate probably something about the brewing process. <laughs> and it's usually carving a beer um, just because I have a psalm and I have to shake okay. it every time. Oh. Every time I need to check it as I'm carving it, um, which is it's not my thing. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I try to take it somewhere. No one, no customers. We don't need my eye contact while doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. So the real answer there, Brian or Brandon, is that she's young and she's not jaded yet, so she hasn't found the hate. It's too well. <laughs> so, in your trip to Vermont, did you? Um, where'd you go? Where did you? Did, what, what iconic Vermont breweries have you gotten to to check out? Um, well, iconic would be like the Alchemist. I've been to the Alchemist a few times now. Um, but I think my favorite is in downtown Burlington. It's called Foam. And yep. they um, just knock out beer. Um, it's really good. Um, so if you're ever in Burlington, go to Foam. <laughs> I definitely yeah. recommend it. Um, awesome. Definitely have a can in my fridge right now from Foam. Because uh, awesome. my, my parents just went for their anniversary. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that is super cool. Yeah, no, I've I've had um, I did a road trip to, uh, to 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 buy you know some Vermont beer and you know my I, I think I had a religious experience at Hill Farmstead. So um, oh yeah, I didn't get to go to Alchemist uh, because yeah. they were the their well, the room was closed and instead we yeah. sat outside at some shitty little party store for eight hours to buy Alchemist beer. That's fair. Yeah, that's usually usually weird random gas stations is where you can find like Kitty Topper. Uh, I have found it at some of the most random gas stations in Vermont because that's uh, just who has it around. Um, so good tips, right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, did you get to go into Hill Farmstead? Were they like open when you went up there, Jason? When I, when I went, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. um, they were just working on one of their, I think, one of their expansions. I don't know. Um, yeah, this was before COVID. Oh, so you're, you're you're thinking about that that Boston trip I didn't take. I didn't actually oh. go to the farmstead during that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the middle of COVID, I got to bug up my ass and drove to Boston for beer. Um, and I was going <laughs> to go to Hill Farmstead again, and I didn't uh, because got they it. were, I think they were only doing curbside. And I just thought that would be a clusterfuck up there because when you're driving to Hill Farmstead, you feel like you're in the wrong place. Um, or you expect to hear banjos on the wind. Oh, no. <laughs> like, um, 
I, my first time going to Hill Farm, well, the, the only time really going to Hill Farmstead is uh, I'm on this like two track in the mountains and I'm like, we're fucking lost. We took a wrong turn somewhere. But the, the, the only thing that gave me comfort was there was like three other idiots in front of me going down these same two tracks. Uh, and then you pop out on this mountaintop and there's this beautiful brewery uh, um, on, yeah, on this mountain. It's amazing. Oh, and I'm pretty like sure my parents are huh? Yeah, and then and then you're there, and you're like, oh, it's 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 super cool. And then you know they're all kind of assholes <laughs> 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 because they 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 spend their day dealing with tourists, and I get it. Um, yeah. You know, but it was a very much a uh, get your shit. You know, next in line, let's go buy your stuff, get out of here, uh, go. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the time, it was my most expensive bottle of beer I ever bought. Um, yeah, so I bought I I bought a I, I forget which civil disobedience it was, but Hill Pharmacy does like this uh, the Solera Sour program, and I bought a civil disobedience bottle. Oh. I, I made like fifty bucks plus twenty bucks to cap it there, so it was like sixty seventy bucks. Um, sat out on the dock or deck, overlooking this mountain green. There were deer. There were there's water. I might have cried. Fuck you, Brian. It was beautiful. <laughs> so he asked me a question specifically, Ellie, to get me off topic. <laughs> I didn't. I would never do something like that. That's because terrible. we are we are pretty pretty known to just randomly talk about wild shit. But anyway, um, so what what's what's coming? What what are you working on right now? What what do you you're, did you switch to whiskey? Uh, I'm like totally is it double fisting. Is it, is it gotten that bad? <laughs> no, it's really delicious right now. <laughs> it's just so right. good. <laughs> what what whiskey are you drinking? Uh, I'm actually drinking Rogue's Dead Guy whiskey. Oh, I haven't had that. Dead guy. Yeah, had this is my boyfriend, Dead Guy. Uh, <laughs> so I keep the bottle around. <laughs> um, but yeah. So we did this really um, wonderful show with let me get the title right, Michigan's own country music superstar Drew Jacobs. <laughs> oh, is that, is that good enough? Somebody will tell me if I'm wrong. And uh, Drew didn't really drink beer, so Brian and I and Jordan sat and drank bourbon. The Drew mm -hmm. all night. And Malort. And oh. Malort. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're yeah. Oh, you know what Malort is. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so we, uh, that was our longest show ever. I think it like two hours and 45 minutes of hell uh, drinking. <laughs> They were drinking Malort. It's fine. Uh, no, I think I, I only took Malort. Trust me, yeah. <laughs> and he drank Malort um, because some lady in Texas paid him sixty or paid Drew sixty bucks for Brian to drink Malort. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I got the short end of the stick there. You did. You might have. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and a t-shirt. And a t-shirt. She got a t-shirt too. I think. So I, I think Drew said he was going to sleep in it. I still had bourbon on my desk from that show, so I'll. I'll Cheers. I, I keep one by my, my bed too. A bottle of bourbon. <laughs> Bedside bourbon. You gotta have it. <laughs> it helps you sleep. I get it. Mm -hmm. 
right next to the melatonin. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tuck into this uh, kettle sour. Ooh, uh, I'm going to go straight to the kettle sour. I'm, I know. I We have local legends still. All right. All right. Hey, I'm, I haven't opened this yet. Legend. So I will say the color on this is amazing. So this is uh, Float On, which is a kettle sour made of blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, and lactose. Yes. Uh, super. I don't know if you can tell. It's so pretty. Oh, it looks dark in your camera, but it's yeah, real red. <laughs> front light. And, uh, I will say the, the the head on it's red, even. It's really yeah. fine beer. It's so pretty. <laughs> it's crazy. So is um, this like, is the name of this beer based on the Modest House song or like it or? Definitely is based on the song. Um, uh, Oliver definitely names when he names things. We have one called Slow Motion Fade, which is also from, I can't pick out the song right now, but it's definitely from a song that he likes. So um, inspired by music sometimes, uh, definitely inspired by the area for a lot of our names, like local legend. Um, is talking about the legend of Archibald something something that drained Crystal Lake. So huh. a lot of our names come, yeah, from either the area or songs, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you guys are, you're not right on, but you're pretty close to Crystal Lake, right? Yeah, so we are a block from, I can see Crystal Lake from most windows in the brewery. Uh, the kitchen, I didn't realize it until I was back there the other day. Has like, if you just like stand in like there, like there's like a little kitchen window that a lot of our food comes out of. Um, you can see Crystal Lake perfectly. Um, and I was like, ah, okay, I'm gonna be a kitchen worker now. Nice, nice. <laughs> I just look at the lake all day. Um, and yeah, I can see it. You can see it from like just the front door. Even it's awesome. It's great for like after work when you want to swim. <laughs> and it's not, you know, 60 degrees or something. I definitely went under two days ago in the lake. Uh, and a fisherman was passing by. I was like, you know, it's 37 degrees in the lake right now. I was like, I'm not there at all. I just went under. <laughs> Couldn't tell you that. <laughs> so this this is super delicious, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the pH isn't too low, so it's not not super acidic. No, and especially fruited sours. Um, the fruits we used had a very low pH. So even like when kettle souring, I wasn't targeting that low of a pH because I knew fruiting it would just drop the pH even more. So, which Science. is... It's crazy. <laughs> um, but that's it. one thing that when we fruit beers, we're like, it's really acidic. Like, we got to make sure that we target it to make sure that it doesn't get either too sour or just, just crazy. No, it's delicious. <laughs> it's very, very good. Thank you. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, love kettle sour. <laughs> Was this, yeah, is this one of your first kettle sours up there or? So we guys... had a few stars first, which I think I have a can in my fridge. It's so old. Uh, I'll probably still drink it on the beach one night. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, we had between stars, which was a raspberry kettle sour. And then, um, then we did the lactose. That was a can release, actually. I might have a 
can somewhere of just like the can art, but it's super cute. Um, so we did, yeah, float on as a can release. Um, and then we have an upcoming uh, can release that has a Goza in it. Which I'm excited oh, for, and sweet. I did a oh, yeah. I did a kettle flower for that, which I'm excited for. <laughs> it's also right fruited. Is um, this fruited? It is, yeah. Um, it should. I'm canning it. I get the labels this week, and I'll be canning it whenever I can before I get my second vaccine. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> Timing to do like a full like three can runs. So. <laughs> So do you guys have your, you don't have your own canning line, right? Are you using like Michigan Mobile or? I have a two head canner, counter pressure can filler uh, for the brewery. Uh, most of the, um, those like blue with the waves, the white can with the waves, that's all done by hand um, through the taps. Uh, they're purged. They're pretty stable for a little bit after, but. Uh, in the brewery for our can releases, um, I have a counter two head filler, counter pressure can filler thing. Um, and they're both very manual and it takes forever. <laughs> and I still seal them by hand. Um, but it's, it's definitely a lot of work to do our can releases. <laughs> um, I'm not, we're doing a lot more this time too. So I'm excited for this next upcoming release. <laughs> Long days, passion projects, but worth it. Yeah, uh, yeah. just ready to get this one done. <laughs> um, yeah, it didn't help that I knew that I had already scheduled a, my second dose of my vaccine. And then it just so happened that a party was scheduled for the can release that can't get changed. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Like, well, get this done before. I, both of us, like the head brewer is also getting his vaccine that day, so... Let's not get sick. I was gonna say maybe you'll feel all right. Yeah, I'm hoping, um, hoping to get it done before then. But if not, hoping to not get sick. Awesome. <laughs> I hope so too. Mm-hmm. Even the uh, the kettle sour, like you can kind of see at the edges. It's just like still kind of. I mean, for being like so much fruit, it's like so kind of clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish we still had that. We just just last week um, sold out in the tap room, so that's no longer available. And uh, our our model for brewing is kind of we probably won't bring it back. It was probably like a one and done type of beer. Um, but there, I mean, there will be another lactose kettle sour, but it won't be float on. It will be some other creation. <laughs> float off. Yeah, float off. <laughs> um, it's a double kettle sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're not, I mean, we don't distribute. We don't need to have, like, a whole bunch of different flagships. I mean, we do yeah, have ships, but <laughs> we, we aren't stores, so we don't have to keep, keep them up. Right. We can fade them out as we need. <laughs> Awesome. Man. So um you guys are I mean it's it's almost summertime up there. Do you have anything cool or exciting that you're or something that you're excited about brewing or coming out? Now um, that tourism's gonna pick back up. 
It, it's got it's going to pick up yeah for sure <laughs> gonna pick up um uh this can release is gonna be fun we have another um collaboration brew coming with that can release uh, another um black business collab which i'm excited mm -hmm. for um definitely some like favorites so precious cargo which is our um the fruited IPA we do, uh, we've had a lot of people asking about it. Um, that will come back with some new fruits. I'm really excited oh. for, um, last time was passion fruit and pineapple. So cool. okay. the next one will definitely have, um, I think passion fruit is the repeating, oh, or maybe pineapple. One of the fruits repeats and then we'll have a new fruit introduced. Uh, that's cool, I like that. Yeah, it's fun. And then we're going to be doing, I mean, I definitely have a session IPA that's in the works um, for this lighter springtime. Um, yeah, I there's we have a big popular beer that's called Every Five, and it is dry hopped every five minutes for 10 hours. Holy uh, Wow. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I think it's psychological torture for me, but um, <laughs> the end results are worth it. And How I many times have you made that? So the first time it ended up only being like five hours and Oliver did it. But the second time, we've only done it twice. The second time okay. I did it, the whole thing was horrible. It was like a 15 hour day because I did other stuff before. <laughs> I started dry hopping. Um, but I do plan to do that again this summer, um, bring it back. Cause it, it's, it's a definitely a hit for um, customers. They love it. So I was like, ah, I'm gonna have to do it for summer. So I do plan to do that again. Oh, I regret it already. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lot of it's, it's, all, it's about the passion, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like 120 dry hops or something crazy oh like that. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a crazy like, a, like, like half an ounce each time or like so it's, yeah, it's about four ounces per per dry oh, wow. um and i just like keep my like um uh, prv just like loose on there and i just like mm -hmm. climb up there um try to do like some other brewery work like get distracted by a every five minute timer <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun though um and it it does make a good beer so I'm excited to do that. And yeah, we really, we don't have that much. I'll probably make another kettle sour. We do have seltzers coming at some point. Cool. Um, which I have one made. Um, it's just, a, I need an open tap. And I also just wanted to clarify just a bit more. Uh, since we don't filter, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get like a yellowish hue or something. Mm -hmm. or... Well, ours is fruited, so it's like pink. Oh, cool. <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, what, what fruit? We're doing a blackberry, and we're using real oh, fruits, so we get that pretty pink color, um, like which I love. Puree or whole fruit, or it's a puree, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And I fermented it in there, so just got a good, good blackberry. It, I mean, it's light, and it's exactly what you would want in a seltzer. And I'm mm -hmm. really excited. Um, we're it's coming out soonish. We're just waiting on glassware and a tap. <laughs> I, I asked this because I know you mentioned that you had some carbonation issues, you know, because mm -hmm. of your system. Is it 
like sometimes seltzers are carbonated like quite a bit. Like you yes. have issues with that or? Um, so right now the only issue I'm having, I started carving it as it's clarifying just so I could like get it started. So it doesn't like kick up a whole bunch of haze into it and later on. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> since there isn't a lot of protein in it, it's just, it's a seltzer. Uh, there's not a lot okay. of protein. Uh, I shouldn't have too many issues with my tap system foaming out. Um, which is exciting. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess it all just kind of like trickles away, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. I'm just like targeting a normal like volume for that, which I'm excited for. I hope it's tasty. Uh, but my temperature in my cellar is a little low. So carving it is proving challenging. So I'm going to go as high as I can get it. Um, and then hope that, yeah, temperature is just a factor for it. Um, we we cool our cellar with cool bots, uh, so it's just like yeah. little air, like in wall air conditioner like mm -hmm. window unit type things, and it doesn't stay that cold. <laughs> I need a look at that this summer <laughs> for sure. How many of those do you guys do you have running? Like I have two. Uh, okay. Two of those, um, and it tries to keep it in the thirties, but um, I'm in and out. Um, front of houses in and out, um, changing kegs if they have to, or turning them on and off beer. So sometimes it can get kind of warm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I clean tanks down there. So if I'm, if it's going hot, it, yeah, if I'm, you know, doing a caustic cycle, it has to be warm. So that can heat up my cellar too. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. People are like, why is it foaming right now? I was like, mm, I might be running a, a CIP on a tank down there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like 40 something degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not too bad. Calm. Yeah. You know, the, the first time I ever, I ever heard of those was uh, Drew again, who's in chat too. Um, he was starting his brewery. He, he just installed one of those for, for his, <laughs> uh, his, uh, his area. So yeah, that's super, it's a super cool little computer air conditioning system. Yeah. yeah never even thought about that. It blows my mind. Actually, the first time I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is this? And he was like, yeah, little, like, it's like force the air conditioner to go real low. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> I had no idea that they could honestly get stuff that cold. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have to I have to look into it some more because we have it so cold and I need it just like a couple more degrees and I just I'll work on it. <laughs> it's my next project when I have some downtime, but can release those first this couple of weeks. So <laughs> we have like for the seltzer. I am too. I I definitely drank a lot of it while carving it the other day. <laughs> I was like, mm, gotta make sure the carb level's okay. Like they'll taste through us. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, Jason's done four now, maybe five. I, I don't know. He's yeah. done quite a few seltzers. But you're muted, Jason, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, step away for a second. No, yeah, I've done a few seltzers. They're super good. So this your first one then? We're doing um we have one. I have it made. It's it's nearly ready. Um, it's a blackberry seltzer, um, yet to be named. Um, but I'm excited. Good su good summer option. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have fun making them. They're super easy to drink. Oh, and, um, one bright and nice best show. What's that? Easy to make too. Easy, super easy to make. Yeah. Like, 
One wow. of our best shows was the Seltzer episode where we just said, really that was a fun episode. I don't remember the last like thirty minutes, but it was a fun episode. <laughs> what uh, what fun. what yeast uh, do you guys use to make that? Um, I ended up doing it with USO five, okay. um, which uh, we kind of went back and forth on it, and we just ended up using it, um, which. It, it really is clean and fine, and I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited for it, but just waiting on glassware and, yeah, and a tap, really. Glassware. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some new glassware just specifically for the seltzer. Really? Um, oh, that's awesome. It's so cute, too. <laughs> I'm, so excited. I'm like... I'm like ready to stop my own like glassware cabinet with it. <laughs> I yeah, it's so cute. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should have it soonish. Is it a particular shape? Is it etched? I know you said it didn't have a name yet, so obviously it's not like branded for the seltzer. It, does, it just has like um, just our logo and like a little okay. bubble of it. It's real cute. Uh, it's pretty cylindrical. Um, it should be, it, yeah, it's super cute. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, for seltzer. Set so aside a, a couple for us, and we'll come up there and buy them. Yeah. Out or something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the last time we were up there, that was just a day trip. So I, I drove up and back. So uh, yeah. I'll do it again. It's getting nicer out though, so it's it's almost time oh. just to go up there. And that drive, um, at least like down one fifteen, can get real pretty. So. Hmm. Definitely know like this time of year is a good time. And then fall, obviously, is always great for that area. What's the drive for us, Jason? Three hours? Three hours. Mm -hmm. yep. All right. Not the worst. Everything past Grand Rapids is kind of boring, though, until you get to like 115. That's like real pretty. Get <laughs> out of it or something. Go wine tasting up in the whole like Traverse City area or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's definitely. definitely worth it to go up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hoplot is up in like a great area too, and you can go to Mobby. Hoplot, it's another brewery. It's oh. so cool. Definitely uh, a good a good vibe, and they have some pretty great beer too. Um, have yet to meet anyone there. I'm like, and I've talked to other people. I'm like, do you know any of the brewers at Hoplot? No. I'm like, well, let's, like we should go and like try to get to know them because i yeah they're they're just mysterious uh, <laughs> Ghost um, but they're great and then mobby is right there which is um a great winery um definitely uh work on some we have some of our wines that we collaborate with them on um which is awesome so and then fen valley down in fenville we have some wine clubs down there huh. which is cool um, yeah, oh, wine too. That's cool. We do, yeah. So we have a a small winery license as well as a, a small distillers license. So we are kind of gonna try to eventually do like cocktails. Um, we definitely will do like a sangria in the summer with the wine we have, which is tasty. Uh, last year we did a honeydew one, and it was it was. It totally was a hit, so we'll probably do it again. 
Um, you guys going to get into the, the mead scene at all or anything or? Uh, we have, we do collabs with Tandem for our mead. Very cool. which they're, oh, their stuff is so good. So Tandem's yeah. up here too. So you got to get up here for Tandem as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, like cider. They're awesome. Definitely recommend. I, mm -hmm. I have been to Tandem a couple times, I think. It's are they stuff. are they in the little like it's kind of like an all wood like cabin sort of looking building or you know, something else? I can't remember. I haven't like okay. been up there in a while. So there's a couple cideries up there. One of them does like a a really good a uh, apple brandy and pear brandy. A lot of places Ooh. do brandy up there. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I need to I need to go up there myself soon. So <laughs> but. well I'm uh I'm I'm feeling um quite nice off of this uh my third five shores beer. So thank you, Ellie. That I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, we must have been there before. I've 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 gone wine tasting up with Sam and her husband and some other friends before. She says tandem's awesome, so I must have been there before. So I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that uh, message and, and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, so again, yeah, people that are heading up that way, if you're in the area of Beulah, Benzie County, Storm Cloud, whatever, Traverse City, go check out. Check out Five Shores because it's kicking. Um, this stuff is really this. This is really good sour. I'm like enjoying Thank this. You. Yeah. Really yeah, super solid. Thank you. Yeah, I I have been finding a lot of joy in making kettle sours. They're they're so fun. So a, a two. I mean, the two day process is crazy, but mm -hmm. it's so fun. Especially when uh, sours are so good. <laughs> totally. When you like a. There's something refreshing too when, when it's warm and you're drinking something tart and bubbly. Yeah, like, uh, or that goes that I got coming out is um I definitely gave like samples to the whole staff and they were like, um, this is on tap for summer, right? Because <laughs> they're, they're so excited. Um, because it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one for the beach. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, I'll I'll be on the lookout for uh, the 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 mystery fruit, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I might, I might have to. I might have to ping you, Ellie. It's I'm definitely like through. citrusy flavors. Um, when are um when when are you expecting that on tap? Uh, on tap. Or in the can release? When's your can release? Uh, can release. It, I mean, Bob. There we when we first do our like can pickups that first day, it's on tap. Um, so it will be on tap uh, in like two weeks. So two weekends from nowish. Uh, the 16th yep. is our can release party in Ann Arbor or something. I don't know details. I just know cans have to be there. Um, so it'll be on tap that weekend. <laughs> right on. Uh, 16th. Yeah. I've so got like to come back through. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm going up to Houghton the last week of April, and then I've got to come back down. First I mean, we're a little bit out of your, your way for that drive, but. Yeah, you know, I've gone out of my way. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, yeah. Come, we'll, we'll get some. If not this one, then the next yes. one. Um, yeah. Right on. 
For well, sure, bring Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Get on him. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Um, I'm going to play our shitty little intro or outro. This, so this is our outro officially. <laughs> um, but because I never put music to it, um, here, I'm just going to play it. Everybody can hear us while we talk through it. It's just our thing. So it's, it's been our it's been our thing lately. Oh, yeah, cool. So Sam and Travis are going to help us make a intro outro officially. But that was it. That's the show. So thanks everybody. Thanks Ellie. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, it was great getting to hang out with you and, and learn about Five Shores. Everybody should go drink Five Shores beer. God damn it. And we'll we'll yeah. definitely be in touch. I will. I have it's to get a point in time too. So <laughs> I would, I, I'm going right. to humbly request my tour right now. And, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Cheers.